0: Hey kids, you're about to listen <coughs> to a comedy podcast. That means <coughs> <coughs> that none of this is medical advice. If you need <coughs> medical advice or medical care, please <coughs> contact. <coughs> You're a doctor
1: welcome to the jock dog mod fest featuring dr london smith the only show where the dogs get modified and the points don't matter introducing your host dr london smith
0: hello and welcome to the jock doc podcast where we discuss fitness and health and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, but without it being so boring. I'm your host, com. I would like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. We've received some feedback about the overuse of complicated medical terminology, such as fitness regiment, cheat day, and leap day, so I will try to tone that down in the future. Here to help with that is our producer Cameron.
1: Hey, Dr. London. Uh wait, what 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 are you calling this show?
0: It's the Jock Doc Podcast.
1: The what? Say it again. Okay, Say it slower. Slow it down.
0: Jock? What? Do you want me to do Keep me to going. Keep going? Yeah. The Jock Doc what? podcast. What? Uh this is, what's I? What's the problem?
1: This entire time, I thought it was the Jacques dog mod fest.
0: Why? Why did you think that?
1: I mean, it just sort of seemed like a lot of the stuff we talked about on this show seemed relevant to the interest of you know like French dog owners who would modify their dog. We okay. talk about that See. so much. That's like primarily what's discussed.
0: Yes. See, I thought it was more of um, you know, a focus on science and medicine, like and fitness, you know, like Well I thought, I thought
1: yeah, I thought all the like science and medicine talk was about modifying animals. Their genetics, right? Isn't that the whole thing? Well no. What am I supposed to do a- with I've been buying up all these dogs?
0: <laughs> oh no. Uh You've been buying just lots of dogs. Yeah, like
1: French dogs or kind of French looking dogs or dogs who are, you know, curious about French food. I've been acquiring these dogs because I've I was thinking like, maybe in our second year we can start pushing them for merch. See, you go to one of our live recordings and you come you come away with a French poodle. You know, isn't yeah, that better it, than a T shirt? Yes, a poster. Well, a it sounds. A sticker for your laptop,
0: well, a dog is a big responsibility, though, yeah, so
1: exactly because we actually trust our audience. do you think uh do you think uh a tool is touring around right now and all they're selling is uh t shirts and hoodies and stickers? Do you think they trust their audience?
0: Oh, so you're saying that we trust our audience more than we trust our others? audience
1: to be responsible. Because the only type of person who would ever conceivably listen to a French-based dog modification podcast would have to be some sort of weirdo freak and someone who has to be somewhat responsible.
0: Huh. I guess I never sort of had that take. So, to clarify, Cameron, it's the jock, doc podcast, meaning, like, jock, like, uh, physical movement, like sports and you know, staying fit, and then doc as a, short for doctor. Or show dogs. Well, it, it's short for doctor. It's D-O-C.
1: No, I mean the sports part. Show dogs. That's a sport.
0: Uh, yeah, for for dogs, maybe. But...
1: Okay, jock-doc podcast, not the jock-dog mod fest. Okay, okay, I got it. I got it. Pivoting. Okay. I got to change up a lot of our, our marketing, but sure, go ahead.
0: So... Okay, this does bring me to one question. You've had, like, I have been hearing a lot of noises, like, in your attic. Because I haven't seen these dogs, but I have heard a lot of scuffling and stuff in your attic.
1: Oh, 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 I'm sorry. It's it's a crime to have scuffling in your attic? Oh, I didn't realize that it was a crime for a, a doctor to overhear dog scuffling.
0: Yeah, it's just... It was a lot of scuffling, rummaging around. You kept telling me that it was, uh, I, I expected to hear like squirrels or something, but you said horses.
1: I said I didn't know. Okay. And so it could be anything such as a horse or a goat, because we don't know. There's no way to know.
0: Well, I, I think you did know, is my, my point here, that... You knew that it was those dogs because you've been collecting them, and I'm presumably putting them in your attic.
1: No, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not keeping, you know, keeping all these animals in my attic. I, they're they're very safe, and they're being fed, and they have plenty of room to run around.
0: Okay, well, I can hear them now.
1: No, what? Nope. They are. They're out at the farm, and they're just running around, and they're very healthy, and they're not starving because I got too many.
0: Uh, okay, I guess no, we can go ahead and move on, um, let's see, uh, also with us is, uh, DJ Doom the house. It's the it's Jock Dark podcast. podcast. It's the Jock Dark Podcast. It's the Jock Dark Podcast. It's the Jock Dark Podcast. The Jaw Doc Podcast. It's the Jaw Doc Podcast. But before we move on, I would like to address a bit of listener feedback. So this feedback comes to us from a stranger I briefly physically bumped into on the street. So I found the note where my wallet had been. Uh, So presumably, this is listener feedback. The note says, "Oh, hey, wait, stop talking." Okay,
1: I don't want to hear about this anymore, but you did say something about bumping into a stranger that does remind me of the stranger you bumped into and that you went on a date with last week. Right, Dr. London.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. It's, I didn't really, I don't think this podcast is the appropriate place to talk about it.
1: You don't think our audience would be more interested in hearing about that than about hearing about this poor patient that you're, you know, you know, Breaking HIPAA to tell their private stories about.
0: Well, this is so that was just a listener feedback that I was about. But okay, so I guess just to stifle this, so for Valentine's. Oh wait, it Day, wasn't a
1: patient story. It was a listener feedback. Yeah. Well, same principle.
0: So, so I did have a a bit of a. It was a date, I guess. Um, it wasn't. It was a little why bit. Why the why
1: the why the reservation to call it a date.
0: Okay, well, okay. So this is what happened. I have, I have this guy Cecil who who kind of just works odd jobs for me. He, okay, told me that there was this the the perfect one for me, and so we we went out to dinner. Oh, yeah. Which
1: I know for you, I mean, tall, all arms, hair down to her arms.
0: So you've met her.
1: No, I just know your type. Okay. You don't think I know you, Dr. London?
0: Yeah, I guess.
1: Yellow eyes, the yellowest eyes.
0: Yeah, which, okay, that does make me think you met her. So we we went to dinner, and, you know, I... I guess I found myself talking a lot, which I don't like. You know, I'd prefer to, ha- you know, have an interaction, hear about their life, you know, exchange stories okay. whatever. whatever. Um, but
1: I... Yeah, because the, the type of person who starts his own podcast is definitely not one who wants to talk all the time and wants to dominate the conversation. Right. So, yeah, it was thrust upon you that you must talk this much. Of course. Go ahead.
0: Right. So I... I was having this this meal, and she she seemed delightful. This this person, um, but they were also wearing like this a trench coat, and um, kind of like weren't saying just weren't saying much, and so you know we well I ordered for like they it was just silence. Well, well
1: you, you keep saying not saying much. So what what is your date? What is she saying?
0: Well, she didn't say anything for a long time.
1: Not a single thing. So, how so? How did this work out? You did you guys meet at the restaurant? Yeah. And you knew, so you you got there, you saw the this trench coat woman, right? And you just walked over to her and j- just said hello. They didn't say anything, and then you just sat down.
0: Something to that effect. Yeah, and so. Like, it was, it was a lot of me trying to... Because I get so nervous. So I'm just saying, mm-hmm. like, oh, uh, are you so-and-so? Are you wanting to... And so then I'm, I oh, suggest you things... you puked.
1: Did you puke in her food?
0: Okay. Well, that's... I'm not to that part. So so we get uh, our food. And this is the yeah. first clue that I have that maybe, maybe Cecil didn't have the right thing in mind. Because they... I see... So, so, they're going after the food, which I had to order because they were dead silent for that part too. And gradually, Well, yeah,
1: I mean, a lot of ladies like the man to order their food.
0: Yeah, and so, um, so it was some sort of I, I uh, fish dish, and so they're they're eating it. And I, once again, I feel like I'm doing all the talking. I'm trying to get them to talk, and then finally, I, I hear a meow, and I. Mm-hmm. And so I think they're doing like some sort of weird impression. And so I like, I say Ooh, like, feisty. Oh, yeah. I say meow back. And like, and so, so we had, we had dinner. I did feel sick a little bit afterwards. I don't know if it's cause I like, I was like, Oh, can I try some and silence? And so I tried a little, I, I, I don't know if it was appropriate. Anyway, I, <sighs> I thought it.
1: Oh, you ate part of their dish without getting permission first. Well,
0: it was. That is so,
1: Doctor London. That is so rude. Are you going out with this person again, or? I,
0: I don't know because so we left, and later on, okay. Here's what I think happened. I think it, and this is gonna sound kind of strange, but. It, it might have been a number of cats. Like, in a trench coat, if that makes sense.
1: I mean, it does make sense. What led you to that conclusion? Just the meow? I mean, you said meow back. That doesn't make you a cat.
0: Yeah, that's um, true. I mean, unless... I think... Well, like, physically, I, th- I didn't want to comment. Unless... you like needed
1: to... Hey, hey, hey. If you're a cat, you have to tell me. Okay, I'm... That's the law. You can't... I'm not can't a cat. You can't say you're not a... Okay. I'm
0: not a cat. But... S- okay. Cecil knows that sometimes I can be more quiet and introverted and maybe and you know like to read by windows mm-hmm. by windowsills. Wait, and
1: who who the hell is the Cecil guy?
0: Uh, he's he's just my he's my go-to guy.
1: How do you how do you know him? I thought I thought I guess I thought I was your go-to guy, so how do you know this?
0: Well, this no he just sort of doofusy type of figure. He uh well like in the evenings um he's the one who gets the milk for my milk baths. Um, okay he's i don't know he's the guy who whenever i go hunting for larger creatures he's the one who gets you know the harpoons and supplies like that okay this is is
1: a person
0: i from what i understand yeah and normally great recommendations from him but you know kind of let you
1: down this time
0: yeah so anyway this time cecil introduced me to well not personally but said to meet here got a well the words he used was well, let's see some of the effect of like uh perfect one for you and mm. so i just
1: was it how was perfect spelled
0: it was he used words but he did slur his speech
1: and um, did he say perfect one for you he might
0: have yeah okay and he
1: okay i it's it's probably i mean it's got to be cats though. yeah
0: so well, and I think part of it was like I kinda just see what I wanna see whenever it comes to my dating life, and so I
1: oh, you mean like shallow how,
0: yes, yes, that's what I mean and so and so, in this case, i what i the whole time I thought it was going pretty well, but really it might have just been a a lot of cats sort of stacked, maybe with a trench coat maybe on top. I, thinking back, it's bizarre to me how I fell for that.
1: So, if you so if this is the shallow how, could it be that your date is a real woman but you see them as three cats stacked on top of each other so that you learn not to be judgmental towards I, I guess sort of cats. Cat shaped like people yeah
0: maybe i now cecil has said that like he heard that it went well that's what he said the next day so okay i and like he he kept winking at me a lot and kind of nudging me so i get I, i guess it went well but now like obviously i feel some conflict about it talking it out now i realize it probably was just some some cats that I brought which makes sense the the waiting well, staff. well
1: you're not a, you're not gonna like everyone on your first date and so I think it's the responsible thing to just to to take her out one more time yeah um you know I would say maybe bring one of those little like fancy feast treats mm-hmm. the little like small little heart shaped sort of treats. And just have that on your body. And if the person kind of collapses into three or more cats going for the treats, then, you know,
0: yeah, I just, I guess to some extent it just all makes me feel kind of dumb. Cause I really do, you know, I'm, I'm looking for someone, but I, I do kind of, I see potential in people. I guess that's my problem. And sometimes I, I assume that the potential is who they already are that kind of, thing maybe that's crazy Mm
1: -hmm. i mean you do sound crazy okay but that's i think that's irrelevant to this story okay
0: well in any case we can i guess we can go ahead and move on from there and uh to that listener who replaced you know my wallet with a note we'll we'll try to address your concerns later um and now for a tale from surgery We had a patient present with uh, gastrointestinal issues reminiscent of intestinal obstruction. A common cause of such obstructions can be adhesions from previous surgeries. And that can be um, like little soft tissue attachments that are formed between different parts of the intestinal tract after experiencing the trauma of surgery. So this patient, rather than having a history of surgery, instead they claimed that while serving in the military, Uh, He had been near so many explosions and essentially been knocked around so much that he had potentially acquired those same sorts of adhesions that one normally obtains through surgery. So it was was a very uh, odd thing to hear. Now for today's medical topic. Wait, that's the whole thing? Yeah, that's the whole.
1: The whole thing is that this guy was around explosions.
0: Well, to the extent that it was potentially causing some uh gastrointestinal issues that you only get from previous surgeries.
1: So it's like a it's like a military form of stigmata. No, So not- instead of developing through a miracle like the wounds of Christ, you develop the wounds of I mean I mean I don't know, Julius Caesar, did he have I mean gas issues?
0: No, I so it's it's blockage. That's what I'm describing. Like your your intestines, parts of your intestine being like sort of drawn like constipated. together. So I don't think it's I don't think it's that comparable to stigmata. Okay. Does that well, make sense? Well, I wouldn't make
1: fun of a of a veteran with stigmata, but that's, you know, it's your show.
0: Right. Now for today's medical topic, chronic venous insufficiency.
1: Intestigmata. Okay. Like an, like an intestine. Yeah. Anyway, keep going.
0: Uh, so chronic venous insufficiency, also referred to as post syndrome or venous stasis disease. Uh, so chronic venous insufficiency is when destruction of venous valves in the legs results in gravitational pressure of the blood column to be transmitted from higher in the legs down to the ankles. Valves in the perforator veins are also damaged secondary to the chronically elevated deep venous pressures. Uh, So this inhibits transmission of blood from superficial veins to deep veins, uh, which, which is what normally occurs. This leads to ambulatory venous hypertension or increased blood pressure in the veins, which has two undesirable effects. Okay, Cameron, I'm... I'm hearing those dogs again, huh? I'm hearing the dogs.
1: Oh no no no! This is it's the Jock Dog Pod. It's not Dog Mod. We changed it.
0: Yeah, so I'm I'm saying that I can hear the dogs that are, uh, I assume, in your attic. Oh, <laughs> all right, keep going. Okay, so. So the increased blood pressure in the veins of the leg, uh, this has two undesirable effects. The first effect is interstitial fluid accumulation resulting in edema and the second effect is extravasation of plasma proteins and red blood cells into subcutaneous tissues. Uh, This results in brawny induration and pigmentation or a brown black color of skin. Uh, this eventually leads to local sorry reduced local capillary blood flow and hypoxia of tissues so even mild trauma to these areas may lead to tissue death and ulcer formation okay Cameron I'm still hearing a lot over there i'm still I'm still hearing a lot like is what is how many dogs did you acquire?
1: Dr. London, I'm going to be honest, it's not just dogs. It's a, it's a hell of a lot of animals. I kind of uh, I kind of had a vision for this podcast thinking we were going to since it was an animal-related podcast that you could we could branch out into sort of spin-off podcasts and it's become just sort of uh, I mean, it, it's a zoo. It's an uncontrollable zoo. Well, that's and I don't know what to do about it and I'm very mad about it.
0: Huh. Okay, well, I'm sorry. I just, I have more to share here. So, so clinically, oh God. chronic venous insufficiency presents with the swelling of the outer leg, which can be relieved by leg elevation. Um, and as a side note, the opposite is true of arterial insufficiency. Uh, chronic changes include skin becoming shiny and thin, along with darkening color changes, as I mentioned, uh, to treat the focuses on periods of leg elevations during the day and throughout the night to a level above the heart. Is that- is that a lion?
1: It, uh, uh... Oh god. Just keep going, I'm trying to let me just-
0: Okay, you can also treat by, you know, avoiding long periods of sitting or standing. And you can use heavyweight elastic stockings like knee length. Um, and those can be worn during waking hours. If ulcers develop, these have to be managed with wet to dry saline dressings three times daily. <laughs> along with external compression stockings, uh, which are right, also known. I as...
1: admit, that, one, that was going to be our first spinoff. And it was going to be the Jacques uh, Elephant Mod podcast.
0: <clears throat> you went straight from dog to elephant.
1: Yeah, the Jacques Elephant Mod Fest. Yeah, I couldn't think of a of a a pun like you can do like Jacques Trunk, you know, Mod Fest. But the principle is the same. It's it's modifying, you know, kind of customizing your own elephant. Mm -hmm. Okay. But they don't like me at all, and I don't I don't really play with them, which I think is part of the reason they're pissed off. And I give them all the stuff that I know to give them. You know, I give the elephants peanuts, like I see in cartoons and you know i give the lions you know like um uh you know like whatever they ate in lion king you know like um probably apples or something i don't i never saw that movie Um, grubs
0: i feel like that's oh yeah that was part of it so the
1: the, i give all the lions uh grubs and um yeah it's um it's just a mess but i'm figuring it out and i've gotten in too deep and i don't know what to do but you continue your little show
0: okay So we're, we're nearly done here. So, um, let's see for ulcers that do not heal with external compression stockings, you apply split thickness skin grafts with or without ligation of adjacent perforator veins. Uh, so that's all sort of about this chronic venous insufficiency. Uh, it's where just, um, that those veins, the valves, uh, stop working properly. And so people get these darkened legs. All right. Okay, it sounds like it quieted down, Cameron.
1: Yeah, I think we're in the. Cl- oh. oh God. I forgot about the monkeys. I forgot about the monkeys, Dr. Lande. Okay, well, just
0: do you have a bat around here? We like not well, not that kind of bat. The the kind for hitting. Okay,
1: truce, truce. Can you? Okay, I think I. I think we've entered I think we've entered a truce. They're going back into the room,
0: and all you had to do was yell truce,
1: I guess I should have tried this earlier,
0: huh all right, uh Cameron, did you say that we have a guest today?
1: We sure do, Dr. London,
0: okay, hello there, hi, hi. Your name's um Charles Grossman. Okay. Well, nice to meet you. My name is Dr. London Thank you. And this is my producer Cameron.
1: Hi. Hi. Hi Cameron and thank you for joining
2: us. Thank you, Dr. London, and thank you Cameron. I'm really excited. I'm enthusiastic. I'm I'm just uh, really looking forward to sharing all of my knowledge and learning more from you.
0: Oh, that's great. So, um Mr. Grossman, is it all right if I call you that? Sure.
2: Mr. Grossman's perfect. My, my nickname is known... I'm known as Chad. Okay. Uh, I live in the Northeast. I'm actually uh, s- south of Boston. I am I do cold yoga with hot bodies on the uh, south coast of Massachusetts.
1: Very close oh, okay. to the Ball
2: River, if you've ever heard of it.
1: Cold yoga with hot bodies. Yes. Yes. We're so all... Is up- the, Go ahead. This is, this is sort of the anti-hot yoga?
2: Well we're trying to be confident and also ignore inclement weather i think when okay. you can really focus on yourself you don't feel the cold
0: okay
1: is that so i mean is that something that you would say has held true is that a belief that as you've practiced this you don't feel cold
2: absolutely i We'll go to the gym, and you see everyone trying to warm up and stretch and things, but that doesn't help all the time sometimes your body needs to chill and That's why we'll do cold yoga outside on the beach It's it's a great way to Not just practice yoga but also forget everything in your life because you're just trying to stay warm
1: yeah. But okay, so do you I mean, is this similar to the polar bear club? Do you do you get in the water? You're already at the beach? Is that is it is the water involved at all? I mean the it's freezing, sure. The, but... the,
2: the water's for meditative aspects. Uh I had a used to be in the polar bear club. I'm not anymore.
0: Oh Ooh. were you kicked it's, out? I'm sorry well, I shouldn't ask like that,
2: but well it's it's complicated, but they disagree I... with my philosophy on exercise.
0: Okay. I don't,
2: I'm not a fan of wearing clothing, and they wear bathing suits when they're at the beach.
1: Yeah, that, I mean, that really doesn't sound complicated at all. That that was incredibly easy to explain.
2: Yeah, well, it you know, you, maybe don't there want, was some history wanna... between people. Uh-huh. Bad words were said. It's just kind of difficult because... I don't want to throw anyone under the bus, but I'm just, yeah, yeah. I, well,
1: I, I, I'm i going to take a guess here. Were the words that were said, um, you know, put on some clothes?
0: Uh, the bad yeah. words?
1: Yeah. Yes. Was that kind of it?
2: It went a little bit farther. Um, someone wore a cape with those words. Aww. And the last cold yoga we had, they ran around us with their cape saying those those words out loud it
0: oh okay wow. like a taunt yeah oh my god you
2: billy he is he is a piece of work and so, sorry uh i i won't get into it but uh,
0: so i
1: mean it's it sort of sounds like the polar bear club's uh rules about clothing it's less to do with you know uh indecency and more to do with i i guess a. Like, culture of bullying within the polar bear club
2: oh my god it is so restrictive and they try and control everything i would just like to be free i would like to be confident in myself even if it's warm outside i think that's important
1: right yeah makes sense yeah so well can i ask sorry dr linda one question Mm -hmm. just real quick i mean are what are you wearing right now Um, and i don't mean that in a saucy way i mean just i feel like it's relevant
2: i'm wearing a pair of socks it's specifically because my feet are cold and i didn't turn on the heat today and i have a thing with you know walking on the floor without some kind of protective thing floors are so dirty so
0: right and cameron asks because uh for this portion of the the podcast he usually puts on a blindfold because he says it's too much stimulation yeah no i get it well
1: yeah and we keep the i mean we keep the studio like incredibly dark
0: yeah that's also true
1: this sounds very free
0: yeah in in a sense it is um so one thing you said kind of stuck out to me uh like I, I it was sort of just a hypothetical presented um on an earlier episode of this podcast where we had a guest on who's sort of a fitness guru and he mentioned a guy named Chad who's from the northeast. I don't know, it's sort of a funny coincidence. I know you said you you only go by Chad. Your name isn't actually Chad. So
2: That's just my nickname.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's yeah. so no relation then.
2: No, none none whatsoever there no okay good no, just there, making there's, sure there was uh there's I heard that episode um yeah there there was nothing no connections none whatsoever
1: oh well thank you for listening to the podcast yeah, how was you. i on it you was were, i pretty good
2: you were amazing i yes the way you I knew it of, Dr. Lennon i do feel bad for you though because it felt like you were being teamed up and I know what that feels like. Oh. I know it to the core of my soul. Oh,
0: how because do you,
1: yeah. Well, how do you how, how do you know that? I listened feeling? to that
2: episode, and I felt cornered by by how you and John were were, were treating Doctor London
1: but how do you how do you you said you you sort of relate to that feeling in your own life i mean is that is it is it something you feel you feel cornered on in real life
2: uh it 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 really was maybe john and i have some prior tension between us oh so when i heard his voice
0: wow so you you have you knew that guest i i was just kind of that was a shot in the dark more or less you've met fitness guru john it's
2: possible i i've never been west of the mississippi so i i don't know about his climbing and this latissimus dorsi that he speaks of but i'm pretty sure he is He was my club leader at the polar bear club.
0: Okay. Well, one thing that, one thing that came up at that time for, for our listeners who haven't heard that one. um, He also had not been to, you know, the grand Canyon or any of those things. So as far as I know, this actually does track. Okay. So, so what brings you on the podcast, Chad, what, what brought you here today?
2: Well, you've, talked a lot about really good medical terminology and i am very passionate about fitness and being confident in our bodies and healthy at every size so i wanted to come here and be an advocate about about yoga and its benefits and also this new concept called bakery fit i think it has a place in our culture, in our society. And bakery fit's really what I want to talk about with con- being confident with our body.
1: And I don't know what bakery fit is yet, but I do agree. And if if you're going to describe it here in a second and Dr. London starts to disagree, disregard him. I'm just going to say that up front because that seems to be a consistent theme okay. with our guests is the lack of, lack of respect that dr london has for our guests so you gotta tell me well what what do you got look dr. i
0: london? just i was rather than start out with the assumption of contention um i just like to say you know i have not heard of like i've heard of yoga uh familiar with that i i like to go to yoga sometimes um great for you know relaxing but also working different parts of your body different That's muscle great. groups that aren't always worked stretching them out. So I commit think commit
1: right now to endorsing what was it called?
0: Bakery bakery fit. Bakery bakery fit. fit.
1: Yeah. Commit to endorsing it right now, Dr. London.
0: Yeah, so I'm just not sure about it yet.
1: Endorse it. Say you like it. Yes. So- Say you love it. Show some support to our guests yeah. for once. Be confident. Do it. We do this. I j- do it.
0: I j- I can't Come on. Exactly.
1: You got it. Say you love it. Say it's your best thing. Say it's your favorite thing in the world. Well, Chad. I support you.
0: What is Bakery Fit?
1: Bakery Fit is
2: the best thing you will probably ever have in your life.
1: I agree. And we endorse it on the Jock Doc podcast. Go ahead and describe it.
2: Oh, you're awesome, Cameron. Now I know why they they corner up on Dr. London all the time. Oh my God. Bakery fit is probably, you know, the, the, we have these things called workouts of the day where you're supposed to do like push ups and move heavy objects and pick them up. What if you just needed to go up the stairs twice? And then you could be done with your workout. Bakery fit's more about being acceptable and sometimes enjoying cookies or a cake or muffins, things like that.
0: So. So, is, and I don't want to assume if you're not done describing it, but it sounds like you're presenting a hypothetical, I guess, world where, in, rather than doing, you know, regular fitness, you know, weight training and uh, cardio, you know, jogging, lifting weights, that sort of thing, you're the alternative that you're presenting is th- this hypothetical world where if you climb stairs, twice and then just ate whatever you want out of a bakery then that you're proposing that second option as being the best option
2: yes yeah kind of like a a low-key you know exercise you can you don't have to go to a bakery to eat but it's kind of support
1: is generally using the the stairs twice is that to go to and then from the bakery
2: See, that's the beauty of it. You can set your goals wherever you need to. Bakery fit is it's a lifestyle.
1: So it really does sound like you're going down the stairs, going to the bakery, coming back, going back up the stairs, and declaring that's exercise. That sounds pretty good to me. And I like how uh, realistic it is, and I like yeah. how flexible it is. Oh, yeah.
2: You, you don't use the elevator, too. You save energy. Bye-bye climate change. That's right. Oh, Wow goodbye electric bill. Your rent's going to go wow. down too. Cuz you I, took the stairs to the bakery.
1: That I spend so much per month on the electricity used by my elevator in my in my house. That makes so much sense. Dr. So, London, are you ready to endorse this?
0: Well, so hypothetically, if this workout were to be adequate to, you know, be the exercise that a person needs in a week, just as you referenced, Chad, um, it sounds like it might not be adequate for maintaining, you know, physical health. Does that what, make what sense? You,
1: you're saying it's yeah. not you're saying it's not going to you're not gonna maintain your health if you're going to walking all the way down the stairs, driving to the bakery, buying like a whole cheesecake and maybe some brownies mm. and uh, get some bread while you're there. Oh, taking cool. all that back. Right. Going, walking all the way back up the stairs and eating, you know, 3,000, 4,000 calories worth of bakery items. Yeah. You're saying that's, like, this is a no-brainer. Yeah. We'll see. The Jock Talk podcast is fully behind the uh, bakery fit. Oh, Cameron, you're starting to make wicked good sense to me.
0: So... So the thing is you presented uh you know some normal fitness ideas some that I I see some scientific backing to you know the yoga and stuff that's good yeah you know this kind of exercise but i feel as if putting in extra calories and then not burning those calories through exercise uh like that that you're just going to be putting on weight essentially that you know whatever you eat at the bakery is going to turn into fat rather than muscle. Do you see the issue there?
2: There's a possible issue, but if you've ever been to a bakery, sometimes they're out of the bad food. So you might have to buy the good.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah.
0: Well, so it's a bakery. So by bad food, do you mean, you mean like they're out of cookies or donuts or something? Yeah. And they only have uh, bread?
2: Whole wheat bread
1: wow that is the healthiest thing you can have yeah with sesame seeds
2: on top those are seeds they're healthy you can make choices too at a bakery and that's the best part
1: well and i like to take like uh like a big loaf of wheat bread okay like whole wheat whole grain just great bread Mm. cut it in half Mm. long wise yeah and then on one side i slather it up with Butter, organic butter, okay, so okay. healthy. grass is
2: too. Brass.
1: And then on the other side, I add organic, healthy, um, cheese, bacon, ham, turkey, Ooh. roast beef, salami, um, and uh, mayonnaise and mustard. Oh, perfect. And salt and pepper. Um, and then I double that. Everything I just said, I do it again. And I eat that after doing... I mean, this is what's crazy. I didn't even know about this exercise, and yet I've already been doing it. That's what makes this amazing. Yeah. I've already been doing this exercise. And
2: here's the thing. If you chew longer, you digest that food better, you burn more calories. Wow.
0: Is this... Okay, because I have seen Cameron take on this diet. Now, he uses a fryer. He puts that sandwich into a fryer afterwards. Yeah. Is that part of... The diet as well? Sorry, the exercise regimen, I guess, is what you're calling it?
2: Well, it depends. Is the fryer in a bakery or not?
1: You know? Uh, I I think at this point, you would have to describe my kitchen as a bakery. Like, legally. Okay. Perfect.
0: Because you make sandwiches in it.
1: And because financial transactions go down in there. And so I think for legal purposes, it needs to be listed as something. I think a bakery... Makes the most sense. That fits for me. That's
0: awesome. Oh man,
1: must be a tasty okay. bakery.
0: So, so Chad, what um, have you have you seen benefits from this particular? Uh, once again, I don't calling it an exercise regimen sounds odd because it just sounds like it's a it's heavy on carbs and minimal exercise, and you take in a lot of calories. Yeah, but um,
1: Would you be willing to call it a transformative exercise experience?
2: It's part of the transformation. Why do you think cold yoga works so well? We've got a decent amount of insulation, and it allows us to stay outside and still be free.
1: Wow. So, Dr. London, can you agree that while you are unable to use the words exercise program or exercise regimen that you can say it is a wonderful and incredible transformative exercise experience. Go ahead and say that. DJ Dillon, you got this?
0: So i i haven't tried this exercise regimen. So i and i haven't seen any studies on it, so i can't really endorse it. You know, there has to be some evidence-based recommendation. Do you see what i mean? Well
1: your evidence is sitting right in front of you, Dr. London. You yeah. Can so chat Oh wow, and he's really flexing his well, yeah. Yeah. not not abs. Um,
0: well, the abs are coming out a lot from under the shirt. It's sort yeah, but like one at a
1: time, almost like a whack-a-mole. Sorry. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. And when I say abs, I do just mean the abdominal fat. Abs is short for abdominal well, fat. In yeah, this and case. Ju-
1: we'll just picture picture a six pack, and then picture only seeing one pack at a time poking through. And the, on a on a sort of rotation each and then when pack you, is and then very when you slap large. it a little it it goes back down yeah <sighs> sorry we'll, we'll uh, uh,
0: no no that's fine <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> so yeah, i'm
2: that's the musculature you know
0: see see what I, what i'm seeing with that isn't so much the muscle what i'm able to visualize here is fat not muscle does that make sense
1: Okay, well, then maybe maybe we can adjust here. Let's, maybe, I think we, maybe we can compromise a little. You have issues with the exercise regimen. Um, is there anything, Dr. London, that you would suggest to maybe improve it and, and kind of make it a little better?
0: Yeah, so I would recommend as a basic thing, let's say, cardiovascular exercise. So okay. the, the exercise regimen that you have, as far as I can tell, yeah, is mostly diet based, and so I would say instead and the of the walking, yeah, and the, the stairs, the stairs twice up the stairs. So I would say either a lot more of that stairs walking, okay, or just go jogging and you know do that for uh you know several times a week. I no, think.
1: no, 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 you're more changing times a week. the no, 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 no. You're changing the exercise experience too much. You're adjusting it too much. It needs to retain the heart of the original exercise. You yes. can improve upon it, but you're just you're just giving him another exercise. That's I, completely I different. Feel okay. like
2: it changes the whole nature of baking. so.
1: It. Yeah, that you're just you're saying here's how you improve the exercise. Do something else, like do a do a different exercise that's not related. Well, that's yeah. not saying helpful.
0: To add so, to it, so you're saying I should advise subtracting from what's already there. No, you're not adding anything. Yeah, I'm. So I'm you're adding, just saying
1: do a different thing. You're saying pivot to something else. This would be adding, for example, while you're at the bakery, buy as many items as you possibly can. That's gonna add weight when you're carrying it up the stairs, right?
2: And that weight is so important it, when you're trying to convince people there there is weight behind those credible statements.
0: That's, yes.
1: Yeah. Well, and so you're you know you're carrying. I, I mean, I want to say 120 to 200 pounds worth of stuff, worth of bakery goods that you carry up the stairs. I'm uh, that's going to build muscle. That it will, it will. And so I think we've established that this new and improved version of the bakery fit is going to be endorsed by the Jock Dog Podcast. That's or sorry, wonderful. the Jock Dog Mod Fest. Or which yes. is it?
0: It's well, it's the Jock Dog Podcast. But... Right,
1: and with that, would that is thank you for saying that. And then say the next words, endorse?
0: So, what you're describing as an improvement on the original is just buying more at the bakery?
1: Yes. Uh, Yeah, more weight. Because then you can share it. Focus on the heaviest foods. Mm -hmm. Broccoli.
0: Extremely Is broccoli available?
1: Sugar.
2: Depends on the bakery. Some bakeries, they do sell broccoli. I don't know many, soda.
1: Okay. Well, there's probably some soda there. You get some twelve packs of soda. Yeah, that's gonna add weight. Some diet Pepsi. Um, I don't know. Cheeses, cheese can very be heavy. Important. Um, let's see. Bakery. I guess I like a. I don't know, like one of those cakes that you hide like strippers in.
2: Did, oh, see, there's exercise right there. That gets your heart. That gets cardiovascular activity very fast. Well, you're it gonna you're it
1: gonna gain you're going to gain some muscle if you are carrying a cake that has a stripper in it.
2: Yes. You'll need up the least, stairs. You'll need a dolly for that. Cause that's going to be. The, a, the a stripper
1: of, alone is going to be, you know, 120 pounds.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And then all of the sequins and stuff, the the, the clothing with the fancy shiny things. That's oh, to it. so months. much weight. Yeah.
1: All right. Okay. I, w- I do want to hear, do you, are there any other exercises that you have? That you're yes. working out, kind of working on.
2: Yes. Well, you can do bakery fit, but you can also do bakery fit group exercise, which is more of like, a, I brought all of this stuff up the stairs. Now I can share it with someone. So for in case, Dr. London, you're with your uh, second date, you can share your food and say, I've done this exercise and I feel better in shape. Would you like a croissant?
0: and well i guess in my case i would say uh the second date i don't know if my date would be into bread items as much as i guess fish okay fish seems to be the the main draw for for, for my particular date
1: well maybe there's you can get, a, you can 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 get some milk oh get yeah some tuna get a glass of milk while you're at the the at bakery, the bakery.
2: There's got to be milk in a bakery. How could you not have cookies and milk as a combination? So that's I mean, true. And you know, generally, coffee is also sold at a bakery, so you need milk with coffee. It just adds to the uh, the calorie derivative of the uh, intake in question.
0: Right, and yeah. coffee is. Is also you know it's it's been found to be uh, helpful, like oh it's mm-hmm. generally good for your health. So yeah. that part I'm not contesting. It is
1: okay. So y- your issue is with the sharing. Is that that's what I'm hearing? It's the sharing. Mm, see, you think exercise. You yeah. think exercise programs, Doctor London, shouldn't have sharing involved?
0: I just I'm of the opinion, especially for uh, people like Chad here. Maybe just decreasing the calorie intake.
1: Okay, oh gosh. You're Portion control. All
0: right.
1: Sharing. What else? Do you have it? Do you have any other exercises?
2: Yeah, uh, I also do something called the up-down sit-down, and it's sort of a complex exercise routine, but it takes a lot of time to execute it's
1: okay d- describe it as if a dog was going to do it
2: okay so if i have just you know released the dogs from my attic and they're running around crazy the first thing that i'll need to do is grab their attention you have to focus uh-huh. when you're doing this exercise and you will take a piece of ham a piece of bacon uh maybe a bakery item and you will place okay. it near your chair and then you will instruct that dog to go to that chair, sit, and eat that piece of ham.
0: Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. So the yeah. the exercise you're describing is feeding your pet.
2: Yeah, sitting down and having a bite to eat.
0: Oh, sorry. Yeah. Wow.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So just as a, explaining as if I were with my dogs.
0: Right, right, okay, so well, and
1: I I just love these because these are all things that I'm already naturally doing. This is right. so great because I you know the biggest issue with exercise is having to set a time time aside during the day, right to do it.
2: oh my goodness, but this
1: is just all stuff that I'm already eating, and I'm it, already buying mm-hmm. all these lunch meats and whatnot at the bakery, yeah. and sitting down and eating this stuff, yeah, and if you went,
2: got up and got down many times that might almost be considered a squat. Absolutely. <laughs> Mind yeah, blown. The,
0: yeah, depending on <laughs> the difficult the method by which you uh you do sit down, it could be considered a squat. Not not that likely. I guess cuz Cameron, you normally eat in a bed, right?
1: Well, yeah, that's the only piece of furniture I have in my house.
0: Yeah. So, for that, normally you just you just lay across it to eat
1: there's all sorts of different ways you can use pillows to sort of create a little bit of a chair. Um, you can do something I call the panini, which is when you lay down a bunch of pillows on the length of your bed, but there's sort of gaps in between them. and so you lay on it and it's sort of like the like up and down ridges on a on a panini. I'm sure there's a lot of heat
0: in that exercise.
1: there is. Mm. yeah,
0: I'm sorry. so. You consider that to be an exercise as well?
1: Oh yeah, God, I feel so great in the morning when I'm Dr. done with Landon, my exercise. Movement is life.
0: Well, it's is laying life. down in bed doesn't sound like an exercise to me.
1: Well, I'm rotating the whole time, like mm-hmm. a like a hot dog at a gas station.
0: Oh, you mean you roll over in your sleep?
1: Yeah, I'm just constantly rotating. Okay, I really, I I, I don't know how clear of a picture I can paint than a, a hot dog at a gas station. Wow.
2: Cameron, right. you sound like a very dynamic
1: fellow. Thank you.
0: All right. Uh, do you have any other exercises for us, Chad? Because the, the vibe that I'm getting here, my understanding from what you've said so far is that most of your exercises are mostly just, uh, based. well, just food based. Most of your Do you, exercises. I,
1: I'm going to ask. This might be a long shot. Do you own a bakery?
2: I have invested in a few. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But my, my main job is, is getting this brand out and really, and
1: your what was your, what was your last name?
2: Grossman. Charles Grossman. Grossman. Chad, for sure.
1: And that, that has roots with the Panera family, right?
2: Yes.
0: Okay,
1: I think this is maybe making a little more sense. Still good advice, though.
2: I I think it's definitely got a lot of potential.
1: I think also a lot of bakery items is going to help out a lot of our gluten-free listeners. Yeah. Because... I I you know I've said this before on the podcast I'm of the belief that the best way to get over an allergy or a reaction that you have to something is by consuming it uh, excessively and constantly the the easiest it's, it's like way it's like it's like building your immune system
2: yes your immune exposure, system yeah no exactly how to react to it you have to expose yourself to as many things as possible many
1: allergens and that's what And so if you're if buy. you're eating a gallon of bread a day yeah of course, you're, it's going to work out.
2: One of the regimens for allergen deprivation therapy, which has never been clinically tested, but at least for me, uh, you know, eat a gallon of bread, at least a gallon of bread. And what that does is your immune system finds out what it is. And it's like, oh,
1: I can handle it. I'm exactly. sorry. You yeah.
0: eat a gallon of bread?
1: Yeah, it's got to be how- measured in volume, unfortunately. Yeah, how can we make that clear, Dr. London? Yeah.
0: Normally, you know, it's in whatever, grams or kilograms or whatever.
1: Well, you're not even willing to endorse this wonderful man's wonderful exercise routine. Why would anyone trust you at this point?
0: I uh, I guess I just, I'm more about evidence-based, and this sounds like it's contrary to. So, well, and just the fact that we keep calling it exercise when it sounds like it's just diet.
2: Movement is life. And it's, that's exercise right there. All right. Amen.
0: Yeah. Well, I think it's a, a good time to, to bring it to a close here. Okay. But... um.
2: I don't want to give away all my secrets.
0: Right. And, you know, I'm sure we'd... May Maybe if we fine-tune this a little bit, like maybe in, include more weightlifting and cardiovascular exercise, we could revisit this idea.
2: I'll consider it.
0: Because... I will say, you know, a lot of these big celebrities who get very fit for their roles, they do consume, you know, 3 to 5,000 calories, you know, th- for for their meals in a day. Microphone. So I Yeah, so so I can understand how, you yeah, know,
1: Phelps had had a 10,000 calorie a day diet, Dr. London.
0: Yes. We can't even have yeah. 3 or 4. So I'm just saying that with the right amount of exercise, depending on your body type, then that can be, you know, it, it, what, what you're advising can be helpful, but you have to include the exercise with it, if that makes sense. Uh,
2: you, you might have to move a little, but that's what being bakery fits about. We want to be fit as well as bakery.
0: Right. Okay. Well, in any case, thank you, um, Chad, uh, Mr. Charles Grossman. Thank uh, you,
2: Dr. London and Cameron. I really appreciate the opportunity to t- just to be able to share my thoughts. And, and this is really a wonderful, a great place and a wonderful opportunity.
0: Yeah. And um, thank you to Cameron, as always, for being the producer here.
1: And the real doctor.
0: Cameron, Boom.
1: Man. Twist.
0: Uh, No, no. So I am, I, I'm the, the doctor on this.
1: Yeah. But I mean, like, you know, I, I'm just trying to have some fun
0: yeah okay um thank you also to did you do in the house i'm dr lennon smith i endorse this exercise regiment. My name is Dr. DrLondonSmith.com. This has been the Jock Doc Podcast. See ya. He chuckled. Surely this deranged man was not requesting what it sounded like. This deranged lunatic. It, it could not, they could not be serious. But as a faithful employee at such a prestigious fast food establishment, there was not really much opportunity to argue. After all, the customer is always right. Hands trembling slightly, you reach for an extra large cup. You put it up to the first carbonated beverage dispenser, and it begins to pour. But you pull back after it fills up only a portion of the cup. You begin filling from the next dispenser. Then once again, stop short, and then move on. The cup is visibly shaking in your hands now, and a hush falls over the eating establishment in a mix of shock, horror, and a sick sense of humor. You move the cup to the next dispenser. The new employee vomits as he takes in the scene. You finish filling the cup with the last beverage and cautiously put a lid on the cup, sealing in the contents of the fable drink. The suicide. Then, tears streaming down your cheeks, you wipe off the sides of the cup with a napkin and hand it to the customer. And speaking of giving the people what they want, have you shared the Jock Doc podcast with a friend or extremely distant relative? Just send them a link to your favorite episode or text them our handy website, jockdocpodcast.com, which has links to major podcast platforms. And while you're at it, go ahead and leave a five-star review with a description of your favorite beverage, no matter how crazy it is. And be sure to yell at us on social media. We are at jockdogpodcast, and we love to hear from you. Thanks for listening.